dig this. First 125 Moro here from Grundle. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's gonna shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Justified Cultures, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Maxima USA, Moto Ice Wrap, 100% Goggles, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Justified Cultures Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show. If you go to justifiedcultures.com, you can put in discount code BIGMX17 to receive 30% off your bill. So head there today, justifiedcultures.com. I'm your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we have none other than Kyle Cowling. Kyle, how's it going? Uh, I'm just uh, hanging out and kind of taking a little bit of a break at the moment. Taking a bit of a break, cooling your pipes, as you will, uh, to to sit down with uh, your favorite and uh, only motocross podcast that uh, you religiously listen to, and uh, you're a bit of a regular uh, um, guest as well. We we like uh, your opinion. We we enjoy the series that you put out, the Spectrum series. Uh, we like all things Kyle Cowling. You're a friend of the podcast. I appreciate that, especially you know having a friend in a foreign country. That's always you know. A good thing to have, right? That that that's an interesting uh, statement. In fact, that yes, I am in a, a foreign country. So, in, in a lot of ways, would a movie uh, from uh, from Canada be considered a foreign film? I mean, technically, if it was submitted uh, to a film festival in America, I guess it would be considered a foreign film. Interesting. And it would make it would make sense, especially if it came from like. Yeah. Which part of Canada where we we would need subtitles for it? Ah, yes, uh, the Quebecois. Uh, yeah. do speak French quite often. Uh, we have two official languages because Winnipeg, Canada is way too nice to make a decision like that. Um, but uh, glad to have you on the show again, man. I believe we are uh, six episodes into the Spectrum series, or it's five. Uh. Episode 6 just came out on uh, Tuesday, actually. Tuesday it dropped, and a lot of buzz around the series. Um, Of course, that was generated mostly, uh, like, springboarded from last year. Uh, I think the one Mm -hmm. that kind of hit home with everybody was the uh, the Sean Collier um, episode, which really kind of rattled some cages and uh, may or may not have gotten you in some hot water that you currently still sit in. But um, like, uh, what what's uh, how, what has been the reaction to the Spectrum series? What uh, positive things do people have to say? And uh, of course, uh, with with each positive uh, comment, there's usually a negative one or two. Yeah, Mara, it's funny. Our our still photographer Will Topete, he just sent me a screenshot like an hour ago um, of someone they posted uh, something on the Vital MX forum. It was about the the web series, and it was actually two back-to-back like positive comments 
Uh, and I, I text Will back, and I was like, that's cool, but I don't want to. I don't even want to look at that because I'm sure at some point when you come in there and just say something super negative, and it's going to go completely off the rails because nothing positive can exist on that message board. Um, so uh, overall, though, I mean, feedback season two has been really, really good. I have not actually seen anything negative, but I also after season one, I've learned to basically stay off any type of website forum type thing. Just I don't need to read anybody talking shit on what we do. Like, what's the point of it? So I just if if people are talking shit, I'm unaware of it. Um, and every but everything I have kind of seen on social media and whatnot, it's been all positive. Um, I don't think we've. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just not hearing it because I'm not looking for it. But I don't think we've pissed anybody off this season like we did in season one. Um, which I'm like, man, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think the episodes for season two, which is have been just as interesting and unique and diverse, um, as season one. Um, and I, I think they're, at least for me, I think they're getting better and better. And, uh, at this point now it's on to season three. I'll start figuring out the cast and whatnot for season three here pretty soon. Fair enough. Well, it really seems like you're you're a guy who's doing uh, what he likes to do and, and getting better at it, and that that sense of mastery has really uh, propelled you to a level of confidence to, uh, to 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 expand your your skills as as an editor, as a, a cinematographer, and uh, I think it's a lot of eye catching stuff. Some things we don't see a lot of in, uh, in in motocross edits and stuff like that. Some some different angles, some different ways to look at things, and um, that's. Uh, a, a brand new spectrum that uh, motocross hasn't seen before. Yeah, I have a, I, I'm, I know I have, I, I guess compared to the typical moto edits and movies out there, my style of shooting and editing is a lot different. Um, I'm very, uh, pretty much everything I do is always on a tripod, very steady shots. Um, and a lot of them too, I tend to let, kind of linger like I do a lot of shots that maybe go they sit for a little bit longer than they normally would in a dirt bike edit and that's just something I've always enjoyed watching certain movies um like I've talked about with you like stuff in like Coen Brother films like No Country for Old Men Fargo uh stuff like in Pulp Fiction just certain shots they they sit for a long time and it kind of allows you to take in uh everything that's on screen um, and kind of for me puts you in that moment even more so than a quick cut back and forth type thing. So that's kind of something we do, or I guess I do in my work. I don't know how well it translates or if people really get it, but selfish thing because I just don't get it. Oh, and we appreciate you uh, sticking to your guns and uh, and staying unique. Um, so the most recently uh, uh, we had uh, on on your uh, 
within the episodes of this season of the Spectrum series. We uh, we've seen uh, characters emerge like Cody Webb and uh, Mitchell Oldenburg, which is uh, um, he's a he's a, a Minnesota guy who um, he grew up uh, waxing me on an eighty, uh, even when he was on a sixty-five. Um, what was it like working with a guy like him? And then uh, obviously you had the pleasure of working with Colt Nichols, who if he doesn't if motocross doesn't work out for Colt, I, although I am a straight uh, uh, heterosexual man, that's uh, it's pretty hard to take a bad photo uh, of Colt Nichols. He's a good-looking man. Yeah, he's uh, definitely. See why chicks would be. Oh, you're breaking up, my friend. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. Um, you were yeah, just he's diving a... into uh, how Colt Nichols is the, the Sebastian Tortelli of this era. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's good. He is, that's a good one, good, uh, good comparison. Um, and he's a super nice, well-spoken, good yeah, person too. too. And I, I think that adds to it too. Um, they're both Mitchell and Colt were both a lot alike in terms of working together and their and their personalities. They're both uh, very polite and nice, easy to get along with people, and they both have this the common goal of wanting to win races and championships and have kind of come from the bottom to work their way up to where they're at now if they're both going to be on factory teams for 2017. Um, So it's pretty cool to see two guys that they weren't necessarily handed, didn't have everything handed to them growing up in their amateur careers. They've had to work for it even after they turned pro, Um, kind of work to where they're at now. And I, I think that's pretty cool. And I think it's relatable to a lot of people that are out there working their butts off to try and get to their dream job or whatever, because Colt and Mitchell are pretty much doing just the same thing. They're just doing it on a dirt bike. Um, when a lot of these guys, it seems like they're groomed from a young, young age as the next big factory thing, and they've never had to necessarily work to get to, you know, the pinnacle of the sport. Not saying they don't put in hard work, because obviously they do, but I think Colt and Mitchell are... Uh, they're a unique breed in the sport and it's pretty, it was pretty cool to work with them and hear their stories because they don't really get, seem to get a lot of play and attention. So it was cool to hopefully show people those two guys and kind of get more knowledge on who they are off their dirt bike. And now they got to where they are today. Well, in a lot of ways, it's a bit of an unconventional uh, ascent to stardom in this sport. Um, all too often, uh, we have your amateur superstars who dominate. Uh, they're in the headlines from age 10 or 11. Uh, they're on super mini contracts that are five years long until they're uh, basically too tall to be on the damn things. And then uh, by the time they're on a 250F, their stardom is pretty much cemented, and they go on to uh, to wrap up a, a, a Supercross title or two, and then on to the 450s. But... Uh, Colt Nichols, a guy who uh, had had a bad leg injury right before uh, turning pro, and then uh, and then tore up his knee la- uh, at the beginning. Of, uh, was, it, was it last year? Twenty yeah, last year, twenty fifteen. Last year, yeah. tore up his knee. Devastating injury. But both of these individuals, uh, very uh, lunch 
lunch bucket style guys. Uh, they're kind of, uh, in a lot of ways, if, if people got to know them more, they're a bit of a people's champion sort of thing because you can relate to these athletes. They, you can see the hard work, and uh, in the eyes of both athletes, you can see a fire that burns m- unlike many others. Um, I, I kind of uh, liken it to uh, your, your undrafted uh, free agents who end up uh, taking their play to the next level at the at the pro game, and a kid like Mitchell Oldenburg, um, he sees his 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 brother McCoy uh, back at uh, at their track in uh, it's uh, Oak Hill, I believe, and yeah. how hard he has to work on the, on the track and, and having a real job. And uh, I know I know Mitchell knows damn well that he doesn't want to go back and do that, or at least not for quite some time. And uh, if that's motivation enough to twist the throttle a little harder and break a little later, uh, then uh, then that's great to see. And that can all be found on uh, the Spectrum series, which is available on Vimeo.com forward slash on demand forward slash Spectrum series. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. It's all there waiting for people to come and find it because we we don't have uh, anything on any of the major websites advertising or anything like that. It's all kind of a major amount. A major website here in motocross uh, is also known as Instagram.com, uh, which uh, if, if people haven't already fo- uh, started following, uh, I'll, I'll probably butcher this again, but it's uh, Fantosis? Fantasos. Fantasos. Fantasos, yeah. which is also a, uh, um, a salsa. Um <laughs> media and they can find uh, they can find you on there and they're going to find you as well Kyle Cowling on it on Instagram and uh, follow all things with the the Spectrum series or they can just go to Vimeo and they can buy the entire series you can buy each one at a time if, if we're talking Canadian they're uh, 517 which is probably like two bucks American um, but uh, just a quick question uh, Kyle is there any way that uh, you could set up a discount code for me to access this stuff for free um, <laughs> Uh, or maybe um, if you could uh, forward me some sort of payola so that I can say nice things about you because otherwise I don't feel like I need to. No? We're good? You've broken up, my friend. I, go, I can't hear you. Oh, and I lost you on the conversation. Uh, we'll call Kyle Cowling back. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Button, former factory Supercross rider. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to take it to the commercial. We'll be right back. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffe, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate JustifiedCultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at JustifiedCultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. This is a test of your RacersIndex.com awareness. 
This was a test to see if you're ready to be found at racersindex.com. Supercross and Arena Cross are coming up. Now is the time to secure your position on a team. Mechanics, models, riders, flaggers, team owners, production specialists, anything related to racing. Be found at racersindex.com. Click it for your ticket to be found and become part of the racing industry. Racersindex.com, your ultimate race production resource. Visit racersindex.com now. When it's time to turn heads, Spokeskins has you covered. Whether it's dirt bikes, street bikes, or bicycles, nobody does it better than Spokeskins. Mix and match your spokes, or go with the same color all the way around. Either way, Spokeskins is the way to go to customize the look of your bike. Uniting off-road riders on every end of the budget spectrum, Spokeskins is aimed at giving you the custom look without the custom price tag. If you're looking to set your bike apart from the rest of the herd, Turn some heads and be able to change your bike's look on the fly? Head to spokeskins.net. They don't just have spokeskins on their website, they've got more. New products are being added all the time, like the Motul Slacker Digital Sag Scale, and just recently, Galfer Off Road Series Rear Brake Lines, Oversized Rotor Kit, and Front Brake Lines as well. So do what I did. Head to spokeskins.net today, place your order, and get set up turn some heads out there. Spokeskins, we've got you covered. 100% equals everything. When you give everything, you do not save anything for later. Do not relax. Do not take a break to catch your breath. Give everything you've got from start to finish. You leave it all on the track. It is very rare that a logo or saying becomes so strong that Hall of Fame athletes choose to run it without any agents or contracts or business discussed. Question is, how much do you give? If you give 100% on the track, shouldn't your goggles? Whether you choose the Racecraft, the Acuri, the Strata, or the Barstow, 100% Goggles has the right goggle to give you 100% every time you ride. With great accessories like the Forecast film system, endless goggle lenses, 100% Goggles simply can't be beat. You can find it all on www.ride. 100percent.com. That's www.ride100percent.com. Go there and join the 100% family. Racersindex.com is your ultimate race production resource. From the starting line of production to the finish line of winning, Racersindex.com is your go-to resource to be a part of or produce a checkered flag winning event. The professional's place to find work and workers, rides and riders, and more. If you need it to make your race event happen, it's happening at Racersindex.com. If you want to be a part of the racing world, join the Racersindex.com team today. If you need people on your team, you can find them at Racersindex.com. Log on now and find what you need, who you need, and anything needed for two-wheel or four-wheel racing. Log on if you're a mechanic, model, rider, flagger, caterer, sound engineer, team owner, production specialist, or anything related to racing. Find all people, places, and things racing all at racersindex.com. From dirt to the track, from desert to the drag strip, racersindex.com is your ultimate race resource. Click it for your ticket to all things racing. Racersindex.com. Deft Family Gloves. 
Deft means showing cleverness and skill in handling things. What you want to see in football and basketball is some deft handling of the ball. Some people are physically deft, like accomplished athletes. Sorry about that. Uh, your cell phone reception sucks. Yeah, and uh, no, Canadian Wi-Fi is even worse. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as, as I was saying, uh, is there any way we can set it up so that uh, you can be paying me to say nice things? Because otherwise I don't feel obligated. <laughs> You're trying to get me into some hot water right now, aren't you? Um, uh, for the most part, yes. Um, it's it's my job as a uh, as a as a, mo- a mainstream motocross media member to uh, to ask the hard questions and and frankly um, keep you at the uh, the the simmer that you've you've been you've been staying at for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, for people that don't know, uh, I was it was brought to light to me that on uh, one of the American podcast motocross shows, uh, uh, Steve Mathis's show, I guess I, I don't listen to it. And I never have. It's not my I'm not familiar uh, with the name. Yeah, not not my thing. Whatever. Um, I've never even, to my knowledge, I don't think I've ever actually met Steve before. Um, but I guess. Bowers was on that, uh, on one of his last podcasts a week ago or so and was talking about working with us and his episode and how uh, how much he enjoyed it, whatever. Um, and then a friend of mine that was listening to it was telling me that Steve, I guess, want, want, if I want him to talk about, if I want Steve to talk about the web series, that he wants, like, I should give him the web series for free because it's all publicity type thing. Um, right. That's, right, that's because like you would be sending way. people your way, and uh, and and um, in 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 some ways that uh, if if he was give, giving you uh, hundreds of downloads or something like that, I could definitely uh, um, or even thousands of downloads, I could see a possibility of in, you like if if all of a sudden he meant you meant he mentioned you on the podcast, and all of a sudden you sold a million uh, episodes. Um, Maybe uh, a crisp high five would be uh, in order, but uh, or maybe something a little bit more than that. But uh, nevertheless, um, uh, first of all, I'll go on record as saying um, Tyler Bowers, great people. Um, yep. And uh, same thing with uh, Brady Bowers or Brady S, mm-hmm. as she's referred to. Um, great people, and uh, I, I was just like, I've, I've, I've heard him say it before with the the fantasy podcast, uh, fantasy uh, moto things. Uh, Steve won't pay for uh, to be to to participate in those leagues. He feels like those should be free as well. Um, I for the uh, the investment needed. Uh, I feel like it's uh, if 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 buying the the series or buy, buying them separately allows you to continue doing what you do, then uh, I'm all for growing the pie and uh, gladly pay the uh, the exorbitant fee that you ask so much, which is uh, just yeah. shy of about an hour's worth of work for me. So. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I I don't uh, quite consider it to be uh, to, too much of a stretch, and uh, just support a, a good friend here because um, a, f- a friend of mo- motocross, which you are, is a friend of mine, and uh, I enjoy having you on uh, on the podcast. Uh, and like I know I know you you enjoy coming on as well. Yes, no, I always love getting a chance to talk to you and share what's going on. It's kind of. Uh, my only, I guess, outlet in the moto journalism world, media, or whatever, to talk about what we do, because um, obviously the Pulp Show isn't interested in talking about 
what we do, which whatever, it's all good. And I've been on DMX once. Those guys are super, super cool. Um, I got on through uh, my buddy Wes Williams, who's super close with them. So he kind of worked that out to have us on there. And those guys are rad. I'm going to have Wes on this show. You should, man. Wes is a good dude. He, uh, Wes gave me one of my, one of my, I guess, several breaks in the industry. I've had a few that have, you know, are all kind of like stepping stones to get where we are today. And Wes is definitely responsible for one of my, I guess, major breaks in the whole film game in uh, yeah. the dirt bike world back in like 2012 when he hired me at Verb. And we were doing a lot of stuff for Red Bull at the time as well. And I learned a lot. And that's kind of, honestly, he ended up kind of, it was weird. I ended up getting fired from Verb. Uh, it was kind of a mutual thing where I well, wasn't found out re- that you were doing uh, male pornography, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, it was just kind of a mutual thing where I was kind of struggling with the workload and it was, I was kind of like beating my head against the wall because I wasn't happy with what we were, what we were doing. So it was just a lot of really basic, you know, news content, just get it out, get it out. And I was struggling with that. And I remember Wes sent me an email telling him that, you know, I would have, I wouldn't be on salary anymore and it would have to be a per project basis type thing. And it was honestly a really good thing because that's, I knew at that point it was like, all right, I know like, I know what my style is and what I need to go after. And before that, I didn't know. I was just like, I'll shoot anything. Um, but then after that happened, it, in working with Wes and, and whatnot, it kind of, that helped me to realize, all right, my, I have a certain style and that style is more on the storytelling side of things and more intricate and detailed, if you will, versus just quick, you know, three minute edit here, blah, 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 writer talking about nonsense that no one's super interested in. Um, so that was a, it was funny, even though it was kind of like I got clipped slash I wanted out. Um, it all worked out for the best. And Wes actually just helped us on one of the episodes of Spectrum, episode seven that will come out in like a week and a half. He helped us actually shoot it and came in huge for us because what we, the concept that we had in mind was a little <clears throat> out of the box and different and I couldn't do it by myself. And I knew I needed help. And Wes was the first guy I called. He was right there to fucking come in and help us and did exactly what we wanted to achieve. So I'm, I'm excited about that episode for everyone to check out. It's going to be uh, definitely quite a bit more unique, I think, than the past episodes. So That's cool, man. Well, uh, Wes has uh, a long history of, uh, of doing some really impressive things with motocross, and uh, he's been a bit of an innovator as far as uh, catching it mm-hmm. on film. So that's cool to be, uh, to be connected with him. Um, for uh, as far as um, this podcast goes, we're going to throw it to commercial right now. But when we come back, I'm going to spring some questions on you that uh, um, may or may not uh, turn up the heat on that uh, water you're currently sitting in. Sound good? <laughs> Sounds good. We're right back here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Bill's Pipes. And we're back. Big MX Radio Podcast Show, still on the line with Cal Cowling, talking Spectrum Series and all things uh, on two wheels with knobby tires. Now, um, I want to play a little bit of a, a segment, if you will, with you, Kyle, right now. Uh, this is mm-hmm. completely impromptu. I haven't given you any questions, and uh, this is extremely unfair on my side. But uh, uh, I make the rules, so uh, you can either choose to hang up or answer these questions in rapid succession. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Um, fin- finish my sentence. Um, mainstream motocross media is... Kind of boring. 
Explain. Explain. Uh, yeah. Every 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 uh, every website has the exact same content on it. I can go to all four websites and see the exact same things, and most of them are honestly just reposting press releases and random YouTube videos. There's not really, aside from this time of year, there's a lot of bike intros and stuff like that being posted. But at the end of the day, everyone at this point is just posting kind of the same stuff over and over. And I think some of that has to do with social media. Um, but that's a whole other thing we could get super in depth on, but I don't know if we have time for that. Fair enough. Well, we always have time for whatever you want to talk about. Um, but, uh, top three Instagram, uh, accounts that have nothing to do with motocross are, uh, did I follow? Yes. Uh, Alana Blanchard, MLB and Coco Hope. And what, what's that last one, Coco Ho? That sounds Coco. like... Uh, um... It sounds a lot worse than it is. Uh, Coco Ho is a professional Hawaiian female surfer. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That sounded a little bit like one of the local <laughs> racers that used to live uh, around here. But um, uh, Okay, quickly. Um, women's motocross is in, it, in, is in the position it's in right now because... No one cares about it. Explain. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I, for a while it was it was cool. It was at its peak when you had girls like Ashley and Tara and uh, JP Money and um, I guess Sarah Whitmore and stuff like that. It was for a little bit. It, it had its deal, Sarah Price. Um, but I, then it just kind of lesser extent. Yeah, it kind of ran its course. I think the X Games Supercross thing was pretty badass. Oh, Vicky Golden, um, another one. But I don't know. I think. I think it was kind of turned into a bit of a joke because there was no way of, uh, I guess, figuring out who was a professional women's racer and who wasn't because a chick riding the beginner class, he goes sign up for the WMA at its peak and go out there and race. And that would make yeah, the rest of the women look the bad. Line, it's yeah. It's different sort of... than the, the Canadian women's series. And I love the Canadian women's series. We've done some podcasts with them and interviewed them and there's some great athletes in there, but, um, yeah, you're totally right. The reality is, is that uh, um, the depth of the field, I'm it not sure if it's there. It, it, yeah, any, it just wasn't anymore. there. Yeah, and don't, I'm not saying that chicks are slow because Ashley, Tara, Vicky, JP, Money, like those girls are fucking, they are fast. Oh, like there's no doubt about I've, it. They are fast. I've been on the track mind. with with Vicky Golden, and that's four or five years ago right now where she was, she's yeah. faster now than she was then. That girl yep. hauls ass and, um, it would hit would hit a bigger jump than I would even fucking consider. Yeah, it, like, yeah. It, it's she, she extreme. I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm not comparing myself to. Uh, or, like, I'm not saying that they're what they do isn't great. I just find that um, they they don't have right now. They don't have an audience. No, there's they, there's no there's no audience at all. I don't think people are interested in it, and I don't think there's money for like with the factories and stuff. At least people now aren't even anymore. that interested in in moto in MXGP anymore right now. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. the other prevalent men's series is struggling. How is a women's series supposed I, to flourish? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I there's part it's of sad. me too. That, yeah, it's sad. And there's part of me too that kind of sees that happening a little bit in U.S. Supercross and motocross a little bit. And maybe that's just from where I'm standing and what I see and, and whatnot but i doesn't feel like it's the same as it was 10 15 
20 years ago, you know? Yeah. All right. Next question. Um, approximately how many Canadian nationals have you seen in entirety? Uh, I have seen approximately none of them in its entirety. You need to watch a few because there's some pretty good commentary going on. I would love to. I think it'd be killer. I've never, I don't even know if we get them in America. And if we do, I don't know what channel it would even be on. Uh, I don't think it's on television right now. There's a little, uh, the, the, uh, but uh, I, I can send you some links to uh, some YouTube videos of, of some classic races with some, uh, some extra classic um, uh, uh, commentary, which uh, they've, they've got um, uh, Mark Travers and, uh, and Brian Coster. And those guys uh, are, are, jacked up i think they both uh drink at least four red bulls before every broadcast is lots of fun oh that's awesome i would love to man i've never ever seen any canadian nationals before so it'd be cool to to sit down and watch some of those races what is one industry job that uh you would love to have in motocross what is a job in uh, what is a motocross industry job that you would hate to have go uh, there's no industry job that I would want to have other than the one I have. Um, and I, for me, I think one of the worst industry jobs, man, I don't know. Uh, I think a mechanic. Assistant. Yeah. I, I think a mechanic, uh, just because they work their asses off and get paid shitty money and they're on the road 90% of the year. Um, I think, I think that would be pretty miserable you have to have a serious passion for that and not be in it for the money whatsoever um that to me i just yeah that wouldn't be fun plus i'm not mechanical at all i'm absolutely worthless but yeah if you asked me that question like 10 years ago when i was first getting my start i would have told you any job in the dirt bike industry i would love to have but after being in it for a decade you kind of become a little bit jaded jaded and (laughs) for better better or worse yeah so Okay, fair enough. Um, Moving on. Um, 30 years ago, this last week or this weekend coming up, the U.S. went a perfect 1-2-1-2-1-2 at the Motocross Donations with um, with, uh, David Bailey, Ricky Johnson, and the Osho, Johnny Mm -hmm. O'Mara who at the mm-hmm. time was leaving Team Honda and uh, mm-hmm. it was a lot of uh, pretty crazy. But that, that's that's 30 years ago. You yep. were alive. I was not. Um, and uh, But uh, how will uh, Team USA, USA fare this Saturday in uh, Majora, uh, Italy? Uh, they could win. They could get second. They could get last for all I know. I, I have no idea, man. I haven't really... Uh, for the last few years, really paid much attention to the motocross of nations. Uh, I don't know why. I just kind of have not been very interested in it. And uh, I, I don't know if they, if they win, they win. That's awesome. Cool. But if not, I it's like, okay, I think again, going back to what we talked about just a minute ago with like the GPs dying off and stuff. I don't, I don't know if the, and, the nations has the same uh, allure that it did. Like when I was growing up, oh, you have all kinds 90s, of cachet. Yeah, like in the '90s and stuff, it was just like, oh my god, motocross nations, motocross nations. And even in the 2000s, early 2000s, I just feel like the last few years, it's 
kind of, again, maybe this is just me. I'm just a jaded, bitter asshole, but it just kind of seems like be. it's not. Yeah, it might be. It's a good possibility. But I feel like it's kind of faded off a little bit. Maybe not as exciting as it used to be. I know the European fans will absolutely love it, but I mean, I think next year in a couple of years, it's supposed to be in California out at Glen Helm. And I mean, honestly, I don't even know that I would, I'll, I'll go to it unless I have, you know, a job there that day for a client or whatever. But I mean, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I would have been all about it. But today it's like, mm, eh, I'm okay, you know. Maybe that, that makes me that, that makes me un-American. I think. Mm, perhaps not un-American. It's probably un-American that you're uh, uh, you're not a hockey fan. Is that that's very un-American of you? But uh, uh, <laughs> um, I, I care to ask, uh, like recently, uh, one mm -hmm. of your I believe it was the second uh, episode of this season's work uh, mm -hmm. was uh, Talon Hawkins. Um, mm -hmm. Went to Loretta Lynn's. He had he had some success there, um, and he was able to get into one class and, and mm -hmm. compete. But uh, that kid's got an, got a, a a race coming up in uh, in three weeks' time, which is the mm -hmm. the Monster Energy Cup. Uh, how do you think Talon will fare, uh, given the fact that we've seen some uh, some Instagram video of him uh, launching Supercross triples on a uh, on a super mini? Uh, I think he he stands a chance of doing pretty good. I don't. I don't know like who the top uh, amateur mini bike kids are right now, to be honest with you. Uh, I know Talon over the last year or so has definitely worked his way up to being a, a pretty uh, recognizable name, at least out here in Southern California um, as a kid is coming up and starting to do really well for himself. Um, so I, but I don't know like who his main rivals would be, but I think, I think he'll do pretty well. The, the kid, and I think he'll do well because he's got a really good head on his shoulders. Um, and his parents, they get it. They fully understand, like, hey, you're riding a dirt bike, and as long as you're alive and breathing and walking, everything's cool. Like, let's go have fun. Let's go race. And what happens, that's what happens. It's all good. And uh, I, I think that will help him tremendously in this Monster Cup uh, race because obviously that's probably going to be – one of the biggest races of his life right now. Obviously, Loretta's is a big deal, but I mean, Monster Cup, you're racing a supercross track inside of a stadium in front of 50,000 people or whatever, whatever the attendance is going to be like. He's never done that before in his life. Um, so I, I think with their mentality and approach to racing, I think he stands a chance of being a, a top contender for sure. I saw him. I had a milestone last week. He was riding Supercross, and I saw him in about one lap, and then uh, he had a rear shock issue, so he couldn't ride anymore. But I think the kid's going to do do well, and as long as they keep that mentality that they have, which I'm sure they're going to, they're, they got a bright future ahead of themselves. That whole, whole family, and they're raising talent, right? His parents are, they're badass. Like, they are exactly what's in that episode is exactly how they are in real life. Like, it's, fucking so cool to see and so refreshing you're like man i want to hang out with you guys all the time because you're just good human beings enjoying life well that's uh, how i feel about you and that's why you're gonna let me move in uh to your apartment when i come down there right yeah there's a nice blue couch here mid-century style couch just waiting for you 
fucking rights. I don't give a shit as long as I'm living in California and not in Winnipeg where it's minus 50 degrees Celsius. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's like 70 degrees out here today. Uh, so, it's, uh, not, there's a middle finger good. on this side of the uh, of the computer and it's directed directly at you. <laughs> Oh, it won't get, uh, I think once Supercross rolls around January, it'll get into like the fifties out here, but that, and that for us is cold, obviously for you, that's probably like summertime, but. Oh yeah. No, it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> but anyway, let's, uh, let, let's wrap Happier. this sucker up with a, yeah. with a pretty bow. Uh, I, I, I do look forward to, uh, to moving in and, uh, um, uh, just taking care of business down in California. It'll be uh, all systems go and many visits to uh, to Disneyland together. Um, <laughs> anything you'd like to plug before uh, we let you go this evening? Um, not, I mean, season two um, of the Spectrum series is obviously available uh, Vimeo on demand or Vimeo.com forward slash on demand forward slash Spectrum season two. Um and all six episodes are out right now. There's two more left. Um, episode seven comes out Tuesday, October 4th with uh, Jimmy Dakotis and Andrew Jackson. And Andrew Jackson is somebody that I know a lot of people are like, huh, who, who never, who's that? Um, and then episode eight, uh, the final episode of season two will be with Christian Craig and his uh, better half Paige, And of course, Jagger. And that comes yes. out Tuesday, October 18th. So I think two days after Monster Cup, I believe. I think that's Monster Cup, like two days prior. So I don't know. Something like that. So last two episodes in October. Um, and then after that, all eight episodes are available. Season one is obviously available right now. And then it'll be on to season number three. Well, right on, man. As always, really appreciate you giving me some time to uh, yeah. to chat your ear off about all things mono. Hopefully, we didn't piss too many people off, but if so, oh well, it's uh, internet radio. They'll have to deal with it. Um, on behalf of myself and the Big MX Radio Podcast, uh, you have yourself a great evening. Don't hang up just yet. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by 100% Goggles. Be sure to head to Ride 100%. That's R-I-D-E 100-P-E-R-C-E-N-T dot com to check out all available product, goggles, and a full rundown of the company itself. Also make sure that you check out racersindex.com to register and find yourself an industry job. If you're a mechanic looking for a job or if you're a rider looking for a job, go to racersindex.com. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and contact me at bradgebhart88 at gmail.com for any suggestions or review or feedback. Always appreciated. Thanks again for listening. Another day is nearly done A darker gray is breaking through a lighter one A thousand
thousand sharpened elbows in the underground That hollow hurried sound Feet on polished floor And in the dollar store The clerk is closing up And counting loonies trying not to say I hate Checks the mirror seven minutes late The crowded rider's restlessness enunciates The guess who sucked the jets were lousy anyway The same route every day And in the turning lane Someone stalled a game He's talking to himself And hears the price of gas repeat his phrase I hate Winnipeg King Wrecking Ball proclaim I hate Winnipeg